the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy, Mars, the curator of culture, and I thank you all for tuning in. Before we get started, if you're watching on YouTube, do me a favor. Smash that like button, give us a follow, and turn on your notifications so you'll know exactly when more of our amazing content is dropping. And if you're listening to any of our podcast partners, make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. Now that we've got all of that out of the way, I am stoked to introduce to you a young superstar who just dropped his debut mixtape underdog streaming right now on all your favorite platforms. He's hailing from one of my favorite cities, Austin, Texas. Get used to hearing this young king's name because this guy is a freaking superstar. Friends of the Den, Den mates watching at home, please give it up for my guy, Rich the Mac. How are you doing today, brother? All right, we're doing good today. How are you? Man, another day in paradise, man. I've been bumping underdog since it's dropped nonstop, getting into it. And I, I want to thank you for taking some time out because I know you've been grinding, working super oh, yeah. hard, putting this together, putting the final touches on the deluxe. And we'll get into that later, man. So just All thank right. you so much. I'm humble. You're, you're dope. And I, and I welcome you into the community. So you ready I to rock it out? I appreciate that a lot. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. So, man, I know, like I said earlier, you've been working hard getting this project to the masses. I've been watching your progress for a while, seeing you putting it together piece by piece. I've listened to the project multiple times. And like I said, I want to tell you, mission accomplished. You killed it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That means a lot. You're welcome. I'm out working on it. Um, I actually, I had the, really like stepping into high gear these last few weeks because, you know, I started making deadlines for myself and you know, when you put yourself under pressure, like the first song kind of says, like I work really good under pressure. So it, it forced me to go into high gear and, you know, put the finishing touches on it and get it sent out. Hey, we, we are kindred spirits. I tell people my favorite nation is procrastination. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I work, I work best under pressure. Absolutely. How does it feel getting it out, but not only just getting out there, that's an accomplishment in its own. But coming out so damn good, how's that feedback been since the album's been released? It's been really good so far. And, you know, I'm not going to say I was surprised that people, like, really liked it as much as they did. But, you know, like, the standard I held myself to was just so incredibly high. You know, sometimes when you're so high up, you just really can't see from a different type of perspective, you know. Because when I listen to music, you know, when I make music, I don't see it from, like, like the average music listener's, you know, point of view. I kind of see it as, like damn you know what could i what could i have done better you know what beat should i use you know where this should have gone so you know it's been really good and honestly i couldn't have been any more proud of the people i worked with as well teddy andres little doozy grace Sorensen, marcus hill sam hines you know the whole lineup in itself just feels like you know a superstar team lineup and you know it's been a crazy it's been a crazy journey just from that 
Well, definitely you and your collaborators definitely gave me 92 Dream Team vibes. <laughs> I wasn't familiar with the other artists. Of course, Grace, she's been on the show two or three times. That's my little niece right there. Um, nice so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she's, you guys are both. Uh, I, I've told people many times there's some cities that are hotbeds for music. And I always said, Austin, this is Austin's time right now. You guys have been yes, killing it over the last year and a half, last two years, well, long before that, but the last two years, I've seen a lot of superstars and I have a pretty damn good eye for talent. So, uh, absolutely. Shout out to all the collaborators, uh, that work with you on the project. You guys were magic and bird and, and, and Barkley and everybody on the same time, alley ooping. It, It was very, very impressive. Now, one tradition here on the den, I'm deep inside, there's two things that I love the most, music and comic books. That's pretty much 50% of my entire being. And I feel that creatives, people who create something out of nothing, you know, they make melodies out of nothing, make rhymes out of nothing, make film out of nothing, are modern-day superheroes. You guys are a modern-day Justice League. And every hero has an origin story. So this is the first question we ask every single person on the den. What's your origin story? How did you go from your, your your ordinary citizen to becoming a superhero and making the music that you're making? What was your origin story? Man, for me, really, it was my dad. My dad, from a very young age, had always told me to pay attention to the lyrics of the music. And I never took that into consideration. I was just so young, I couldn't really understand any of that. I don't know if you're familiar with Air Supply. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah. yeah, my dad would play a lot of their music, and he was probably their biggest fan of all time. Like, no joke. He would always tell me to listen to the music, and I just never paid attention. So, um, you know, a few years down the line, uh, my dad unfortunately passed away in 2014. And that kind of, you know, I appreciate that. that. You know, it opened my eyes a lot, you know, to, you know, what music could do for you. Because a lot of the music that I listened to after that, you know, really touched my soul. I guess I just didn't have any reason you know, when I was younger to like really relate to it. Um, but as I grew older, I matured, you know, I eventually got into rap music too, because I started listening to Drake and I started getting really invested in, you know, Kanye's older, older work, Travis, um, days before rodeo, I was just playing a lot of, you know, classics, but really the artists, the two artists I want to say the most inspired me was Elton John and Biggie Smalls. Those two are like like different sides of the spectrum, you know, Biggie, he had his own creative, you know, flow. He's a really poetic person. Not a lot of people recognize how meaningful a lot of the, you know, the work he's put out is. And even, you know, even before he was famous, he was doing a lot of stuff on, you know, Fulton Street with the freestyling, you know, the rapping. There's a video I used to watch, the Fulton Street freestyle that he dropped before he was famous. And I used to watch that every day. And that got me so inspired you know, into writing my own music because I just like, I could feel everything coming out of his words, you know, and doing that with music is just so rare because a lot of people, you know, kind of just write just to get it out, you know, put out a hit single or something. But he like put so much like depth into his words and that's what like inspired me the most out of anything. Him, Drake, you know, a lot of Kanye's older work, a lot of, you know, different artists, Amory, you know, Whitney Houston, that music that my dad you know, kind of implanted in my brain. That's really what began my musical journey. And since then, I've been, you know, doing my research, doing, you know, whatever to advance my knowledge into music. And um, I kind of see it as like, 
you know, how LeBron sees basketball, you know, it's, it's good to learn everything. You're not going to use all of it, but you know, it's good to be an all around person when it comes to basketball and just as I feel about music. Absolutely. And Biggie is my favorite rapper. That's my generation. Uh, People people don't realize, you know, Biggie was only 24 when he passed. It seemed like he was 40 years old and had been doing it for so long and that Fulton Freak style that you're talking about, which if you guys haven't checked it, just go on YouTube. You can find it. He was only like 16 years old. And yeah, it's crazy. Just it's killing crazy. like grown men, destroying them with his yeah. wordplay and his ability. And, um, you know, you can tell in your craft when someone has studied the craft and, and then just get into it to make a dollar. They got into it because they love it. It sticks out, you know, easily, easily. And I can see that in what you presented in your project and how you present yourself. So, man, shout out uh, to your father for giving you your story. Very similar to mine. You know, my my dad, when he came from Vietnam, he created the original den, which was a wood, very 70s style room. And all the records were on the wall. And he used to quiz me. And he was like, who's this? And I'm like, average white band. He was like, who's this? I'm like, Stevie Wonder. He was like, who's this? And oh, that's would, nice. Yeah, he would put the 45s on. And for kids <laughs> who don't know what a 45 is, just look it up. But uh, he would put the 45s on and literally quiz me. Who produced this? Who's this? Who's that? And then my brother, he passed away in 2015. He got me into hip-hop. He was 10 years older than me. So instead of Wheels on the Bus, and we talked about this before we started recording, instead of Wheels on the Bus, I was listening to NWA and Too Short and things of that nature. Yeah. So those two are my biggest influence. And then Beavis and Butthead, that got me into rock music. I used to <laughs> look at Beavis and Butthead in the videos, and I was like, Metallica's kind of dope, and, and ACDC is kind of dope. So those are my three influences. Now, um, I have personally told you that I, I think the album is phenomenal. It's eight songs, 22 minutes, and eight seconds of pure fire. And... Um, and I think that's hard to do to make a cohesive project that has zero skips nowadays. It's very hard to yeah. do. Um, tell us, walk us through the creation of this project. And you mentioned some of your collaborators that you work with. Kind of walk us through from the origins of this project to the release date and, and how it came about. So it really kind of ties in, you know, early where I was talking about, I got so invested into learning everything about music. Then I got to the point where I feel like I just learned, I studied so much of the game <clears throat> that I felt like it was my time, you know, to put myself in the spotlight. You know, I really did all my research and everything before I even really started. I was writing music for a long time. And in 2020, I like really set myself to a goal to do something, you know, great in the music world. So I really just started looking up type beats. I just started writing to a lot of stuff and, you know, as the years progressed from 2020 till now, I met a lot of like nice people, like nice on the mic, nice at singing, nice at you know making beats. I met a lot of people along the way. Marcus was one of them. Grace was for sure one of them. Um, I reached out to her whenever she posted attraction, and that's really how you know we got to be friends and good collaborators. Because I you know I was always looking for a singer, and in Austin there's always you know a lot of good singers, but she stands out a lot, you know, in terms of how she approaches a song, you know, how her, you know, vocals are. She's really nice and she gives that 90s vibe that mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, music really should have, you know, have, you know, elements of older music and putting it together into something new to make it even better. So 
that's how I got in touch with her. Teddy, I've always been a fan of his music. You know, he's he might not be, you know, the biggest rapper in the world, but to me, he's always been one of my biggest influences. Um, when I first started listening to rap music, um, I believe it's his project's titled, um, man, I forgot the name. It's a purple cover. It's like a tribute to DJ Screw. That literally got me through my entirety of middle school. And growing up and being able to work with him was just an honor because, you know, I have so much respect for what he does. You know, he's such a nice lyricist. I reached out to him. We started working on something. Lil Doozy, I kind of met him, you know, twice before we really had a conversation. The first time I met him, I was actually watching one of Grace's shows. But he, he was there with Jay Mill, and I didn't know either of them at the time, you know. So it kind of slipped by the first time. And the second time, I believe I reached out to him, and, you know, we got to – link at the studio we made something and you know we kind of sat on it for a while and on my project is actually whenever i finished it so that one took like a year <clears throat> and um you know like i was saying throughout the years i kind of got really connected with people and you know a month or two ago i really felt like you know, the project was close to being done so after doing all the marketing, the promo, you know, I feel like people don't have album rollouts anymore. They just kind of put the album out with no rollouts. Drop and that's, that is what single after single after single it or just drop it. Like you said, with no rollout. Exactly. Exactly. Music. I feel like music has to be exciting. You know, it's a piece of your life. You have to make it enjoyable. You know, it's a journey that not everybody gets to go on. So me, I started promoting. I started doing it way before it was even out. I feel like that was a smart move on my end. And I started working on merch. I started, you know, working on a documentary with my friends, Eric, Stevie, Oval, James, you know, started doing a documentary, started, you know, doing a lot of graphic work, promotional art. And, you know, once I got the cover finished, I really felt like, you know, that's when everything tied itself together. Because when I listen to the music and I see the cover, it just makes sense, you know? Absolutely. And and that's smart. And guys, the show is not only about introducing you to amazing talent. It's about giving back because I mentioned creatives are my superheroes. So listen to what Rich said. He did a rollout. He did a merch. He, he had the merch line. He, he built anticipation. This is how you make your project pop and separate it from the others. Because now music is so accessible. Like when I was growing up and I Hate to age myself, but the grays and the beard do it for me. When, when, when I was growing up, you had a music video came out, then a single came out, and then maybe another single came. You would probably have three singles before the album even dropped. And then the album would drop, and it would build that anticipation. And now, because everything streams and it's so easy to upload your music on DistroKid, people are just dropping stuff, dropping stuff, and wondering why it's not connecting. Yeah. Well, no one even knew about it. Because you didn't do anything. So these are gems. I hope you guys are picking this up. Now, I'm big into names. I, I feel um, what you name something, what you should always have a meaning to it. Uh, the DEN, our show, The DEN, DEN is actually an acronym. It stands for Dreams and Nightmares. And I always say that doing this and getting into this industry has been a dream of mine. I used to watch Arsenio Hall when I was a little, little kid and say, damn, that's cool seeing a black guy in a skate in a uh, field that was dominated by old white guys like Johnny Carson oh, yeah. interviewing people and, and being hip. So that was my role model. And that's why I named it the den underdog. 
we it's a common yeah. common term, but it has to have some meaning to you. What there's a lot in the name, as I said. So I love the underdog uh, title. Uh, uh, what made you name this project Underdog, and and what is the feeling behind naming that uh, the project Underdog? Man, you know, the whole time I've been trying to prove myself to people. I felt like, you know, in my life, I've always had, you know, a presence in this world. You know, it, you know, it hasn't always been at where it's at now, but I feel like I really wanted to prove to people what I can do. And, you know, hip hop is really competitive. You have to stand your ground. You have to prove to people why you should be there. So, you know, like I was saying, I, I feel like I had so much of like this knowledge and, you know, so much of this, um, musical prowess i really feel like i was the underdog like people didn't recognize me yet you know my time is coming you know for me to take off and um to me it's kind of just like a message to everyone else like if i could do it you know i studied i did all this research then you could definitely do it too if you put the right time into it the right money the right research because you know the underdog is really a character art more or less you know because i won't always be the underdog i'll be you know, somewhere at the Grammys, hopefully, you know, doing my thing. But oh, yeah. to me, it's really like an embodiment of a character. And when you're listening to the music, you can really hear, you know, a lot of what I have to say. You can you can hear like the different styles of singing. The singing was very last second. Like I didn't do that until like a week before it was due. And, you know, it kind of still ties in with the title because even though I never sang before, a lot of people tell me it's good. Oh, you it's know? hella good. And, and I feel like the to me. Shocking I, to me to, to hear that's your first time. Cause that's one thing I always say. If I could trade anything, if someone gave me a genie today, if I could hit some notes, if I could <laughs> sing, I would trade it all and be able to just hit one note. My voice sounds like Kermit the Frog when I sing, but <laughs> to hear that you just started that, that's pretty damn impressive. It shows. Yeah, the R&B. So there's actually a story. The R&B songs, I actually wrote those last. And um there's one song with Doozy called Just Because, where I did that whole beginning. I had a 12-hour studio session. I pulled up, I think it was at 10. The first hour I was there, I was just like, you know, fuck it. Like, I'll just try singing. And I, I wrote and did that whole thing in one hour while we were there, just, like, playing around. And it came out like it did. And it, it honestly shocks me because I didn't think people would like it, but a lot of people like it. No, it's it's fire. I, that's one thing I said. My voice may suck, but my my ear is impeccable, and um, it, it's definitely fire and really shocking to me. And I think you definitely, if you wanted to release an all R and B project, I don't think that's sure. a bad move at all. And, you know, so I'm, I'm on my bucket list. I'm just throw that out there. You know, do <laughs> what, do what you want with it. But you know, if you were to do that, um, or even a, uh, I, I come from the age where artists drop double cds so if you want to oh yeah one yeah. half r&b and one half hip-hop you know start, yeah throw that out there and you know catch it yeah. do what that's you a good I, that's a good idea that's and a good idea go. there you go now february uh you're going to be releasing the deluxe version of yes, the project what can the fans expect and when can they expect to get that so i have an estimated release date of february 24th and that date holds significance as well but they can expect more r&b i put more of my soul into it you know and i have a song produced by marcus also on there um one rap song so it'll be like three r&b one rap song you know i feel like it ties off the project you know if eight songs wasn't enough you know this will tie it off for sure and um the february 24th release date is i'm really hoping you know i have everything finished you know turning goes 
goes live that day because February 24th, 10 years ago, will be the day that my dad passed. And like I said, my dad was one of my biggest inspirations in music. And luckily enough, the 24th lands on a Friday for, you know, whatever connections, you know, in the universe, you know, it is. Um, it lands on a Friday. So that's a perfect day to drop music. And the 24th, like I said, is a very significant day for me. Well, I, I know he is smiling down, proud of his baby boy because you, you killed so, it. And I, I know the future is bright. I, I think you, this is going to be the last time you'll be able to use underdog. I'll just put it like that. Um, sure. Moving forward, it, the next album should be, you know, favorite, you know, because he's your <laughs> fa favorite pick or, or favorite son. So uh, I love that. I love that. Now, bro, it's been an absolute privilege getting to chat it up with you, sharing your story with all the friends of the den and the den mates. Uh, but I can't let you go just yet. Mm. You got to get you that den mate stamp in your passport. You're already fam, but we're going to make it official. And we have a little segment that we play. And it's funny that you, you mentioned Biggie, but this segment is called, If You Don't Know, Now You Know. Now you know. Baby, baby, shout out to B.I.G. It's our favorite segment. It lets the fans get a peek into your inner workings of your mind. And, and we have four pre-selected categories that we're going to let you pick in the order that you want to attack them. And we're, and we're going to really just dig into it. And before we do that, we got to give a little plug. We got to pay some bills. Guys, if you are into podcasting, and I know you are because you're listening to one right now, make sure to check out Poddex. Poddex is the perfect tool to elevate your podcast to the next level. And you can save 10% with discount code the den t-h-e-d-e-n get yourself 10 percent off they have tons of tools tips connections if you want to get into podcasting like me you can do it anybody can do it so check out pod Debts. get yourself 10 percent off and we're going to get into this segment so the four categories that we selected i had my producer pick four dope categories for you and i think they're going to be perfect our self-growth new year new you Dating life, because I know your DMs are probably just yeah. going off the hook right now. I know you got, I know you got the fans and WTF, which if you guys don't know what WTF stands for, then you know you're watching the wrong. <laughs> show. So you got four categories. Which one do you want to tackle first? Definitely the um, the dating life. I feel like. You know, as much as it may seem like, you know, I get a lot of, you know, people in my DMs, you know, I reserve all that for one person. You know, if she's watching this, hopefully she will. If she's supporting me. Um, she'll she'll understand what I'm talking about, you know, and until something comes up, until something happens, you know, she's still my number one. You know, we cut it up all the time. You know, like I said, if she's watching this, then she knows. Absolutely. Well, she's definitely going to be uh, watching this. So. I hope the answer is good because I don't want any smoke <laughs> on my account. All right. So your question out of the dating life category, what does a successful relationship look like for you? What, what in, in rich to max term, what makes a successful relationship? To me, I feel like respecting boundaries because I'm not going to always be available. You know, I'm always working, doing other things. So if our schedules can really fit together, we can make it work. You know, we can talk things out. Then I'm down with that because, you know, I've had so many relationships where everything just falls apart, you know, due to timing and everything. It just, you know, slips away. It gets by so fast. Absolutely. And and I think that's one thing um, for anybody out there. You have to 
you know, rather be a budding superstar or, you know, somebody working in the shipyard. You have to respect their time. You got to have boundaries. I concur with that 100%. I tell people, you know, I'm out there. You know, I was married for a long time. Shout out to the ex and out here in the single game. And I tell people I haven't been single since 2005. I didn't know anything about a Bumble or a Tinder or anything like that. I'm an old head, and um, one thing I've learned, I'm like, guys, you have to respect my boundaries. I, I run multiple businesses. I'm, I'm on the road all the time. I don't have time to look, you know, be on the couch and watch, uh, you know, Golden Girls or whatever the kids are watching. Sure, sure. <laughs> so good answer, good answer. I think she's going to be happy with that. All right, you have three That's categories left. Self-growth, New Year, New You, and WTF. Which one do you want to tackle? I'll do self-growth. All right, all right, great category. I'm all about the the evolution. All right, and and this is a great question, man. And this guy, this guy's why you should get pod debts. These are dope questions. All right, here we go. Do you have a mentor or someone helping you with self growth growth who has helped you get to where you're at now? I'm all about having a mentor. Marcus, I always say that Marcus. Marcus, literally, when I met him, I you know I started to put the pieces together. You know, you always have that one friend or that one person that just really pushes you. And, you know, his family has always been super nice to me, super kind. I talk to his dad all the time. You know, when my when I, when my project dropped, he was the first person to text me, you know, tell me, you know, how I should, you know, approach everything that happens after, you know, the marketing and everything. I really look up to Marcus and his family. They're a nice, very nice set of people. And, um, you know, in terms of self-growth, I feel like even then, me and him really have both grown together, you know. I never, I never want to like dis include him from anything. You know, he's really the backbone of a lot of my success. You know, I'll always give him credit for that. So for the self growth, I definitely give that to Marcus. Shout out to Marcus, and shout out to all the mentors out there that's helping people. You guys really don't understand how important it is uh, to have someone that's either done it or just supports you, even if they haven't done it. They don't even have to be in the same industry but really has your back. And as you mentioned, the backbone, you, you're not going to make it. No one makes it by themselves. So uh, shout out to Marcus and shout out to all the mentors out there. That's just helping people and, and I'm um, doing it from the goodness of their heart without doing it, looking for what they can get. They're looking to just help and your success is their success and vice versa. So I love that. Yes, answer. Sir. All right. So we got two more categories left. We got WTF and new year, new you, which one do you want to tackle? I feel like I want to hit the WTF. All right, let's do it. It's my favorite category because I am slightly crazy. So, uh, all right, hope we get a good one. Let's see. <laughs> I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to skip that one because it's too, it's, too, it's too WTF. All right. Have you ever done something unbelievable only to have no one around to see it? Now, nah, I've been there before. I accidentally did a backflip one time and nobody saw it and I can never (laughs) do it again. Is it like like embarrassing or just like something in general? Just something general is like something like I can't believe and you're looking around and you're like, damn, I just made this half court three pointer or whatever it may be and no one was there to catch it. Mm. And it can be embarrassing if you want. I'm all about the tea and you know. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I really feel like there's so much I can pick from. Honestly, um, I really feel like it's a biased answer like to even say this, but like the singing, like when I started singing, no one was there to see that. No one. And like 
I, bro, I really don't know how that came together. Like, the singing, bro. Like, I really wish people were there to see that. Because it came out, like you said, it came out pretty good. I was shocked. I was shocked when you said you did it in an hour. I I thought that thing had been mulled over and picked (laughs) apart. And, uh, you know, that just shows a time. My favorite artist of all time is Michael Jackson. And um, he would always say that he didn't write the music, that he was just a veteran and that it would just come to him. And, you know, these melodies would come to him. These songs would just come to him. And he was just a vessel. He wouldn't take credit for it. And, uh, you know, and that's why I always tell people, you know, you can separate the art from the person because art comes from a higher source. So it's not really the person. We're just kind of like the radio. And, And then we're getting it from somewhere else, somewhere out in space or somewhere out in the heavens, wherever it may be. So. That's that. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I have I haven't hit a note yet that anybody's been worth seeing, but I did do a backflip. I swear I did a backflip. <laughs> Your credit, <laughs> absolutely. So that leaves one remaining category, and that's New Year, uh, New You, which you know we're still in January at the time of recording. So uh, that, that's all the stages. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so here we go. Um. Do you find yourself re-energized for resolutions during other new beginning seasons like springtime or around your birthday? So a lot of people say, you know, January, they I'm going to lose weight. Or I'm going to go to the gym every day. And by the, they say by the 21st, most people are those, yeah. uh, uh, you know, those resolutions are out the window. Me personally, I try to set up resolutions for every quarter of the year. So, you know, oh, that's smart. Sp- in the spring, I want to do this. You know, in the winter, I want to be here. I want you know, summer. I want to have this goal. Do you find yourself re-energized for, you know, others, you know, birthday? By my birthday, I want to do this. Or are you strictly like New Year, I'm going to do this? Summertime, definitely. Because I feel like when everything really like comes together, you know, a lot of very, like a lot of great albums drop during the summer. A lot of very memorable albums, you know, and especially um, in terms of making music, for me, I really feel like it's, you know, a window of feeling like this certain energy, you know, that you really don't feel in any other time of the year. But really a close second for me would be winter because winter, you just get like those cold, dark vibes. And like for me, naturally, it just comes out really easily. You know, I listen to a lot of weekend, you know, the weekend he has a lot of like dark melodies. Drake has oh, a lot yeah. of dark melodies, you know. Um, Trilogy is one of my favorite albums to play during the winter and really – you know, I feel like dark energy emanating. I'm able to say something real over, like, you know, some low fire, like some, you know, lower, you know what I mean, lower energy records. Absolutely. And we can, we, we dropped our um, top 10 albums of 2022, and um, Don FM uh, was our number one album of the year on the den, and that came out in January oh, wow. of 2022. Yeah. Uh, I feel like. After Hours is very underrated in his discography. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's dropped nothing but bangers. And I call The Weeknd the king of the concept album. Because when yep. he goes into a concept, he goes hard. From the makeup to the... You the know, red suit. The red suit to being yep. beat up. And the, the old him. And, yep. uh, you know, I, I love that. I love the full art. Instead of just a beat and a verse, a beat and a verse. Just giving you this immersive experience so so that's super dope all right man that those are dope ass answers and with those dope ass answers you get a dope ass prize you get the official denmate stamp in your passport 
I used to say gang gang, but Rico's after everybody, so I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say team team moving forward. So welcome, welcome to the team. You're a den mate with that. We're gonna get that merch out to you, red in your favorite sure. color. So that's gonna be coming out to you soon. We're also gonna add your music to DITD Radio, guys. If you're checking Sorry. it out, check it out on DITD Radio on YouTube. We have some of the dopest music underground artists pop artists i like all types of music so it's some dope dope we've also added you to the mars spotify playlist that is available on spotify um we've already put hip-hop volume one and we've got uh my man rich featured up there so we're gonna get get that exposure out there and um as i mentioned in the team in the den um we're also going to put you in the group chat with a Got about forty or fifty incredible artists yes. in the community, so we can get that networking every genre you can imagine. There's some talented people, and of course, your family, man. So anytime you want to come on the show, anytime you have something to promote, you got the number. You just let me know. We'll Appreciate pro- that. We'll carve a spot out because that's what it's all about: giving back to the community and making sure that these creatives get exactly what they deserve. Um, Guys, I thank you so much for checking out this fantastic episode. Rich, you are cool as a fan. I appreciate you coming out here and, and no taking problem, your time out. Uh, Underdog is streaming right now on your favorite platform. So, Denmates, I don't, I don't ask for much, but what I want you to do is check this album out. You know I'm batting 1,000. I don't give anything that stamp that I don't truly believe in. So, um, And from the feedback I've gotten, I'm batting 1,000. So, please. Check it out, Underdog, streaming on your Spotify, your Apple, your Tidal. I'm sure there's more platforms, but I can't Amazon, think of them right YouTube. Now. YouTube, there you go. Tidal, Amazon, everything. 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 Get it. Put it on. Let it run while you're asleep. Let it just sink into your psyche because it's a dope, dope, dope album. You will not regret it. Every single track is a banger, and it's not too many albums that every single track is a banger. He's just getting started. This is what he's getting started at. He sounds like he's on his fourth album right here. So I, I don't know what's to come, but I know sky's the limit. Um, Rich, word to Biggie. Absolutely. Hey, word to Biggie. I didn't even mean to do that one, but absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Rich, please tell the people where they can find you on social, social media. Any shout outs you want to give? Um, anything you want to let the people know to look out for? Any appearances? The floor is yours. You earned it. It's on you. Rich the Mac, all Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, everywhere else, basically. R-I-C-H-T-H-E-M-A-C-K. And I would love to give a special shout out to everyone that worked on the project. Producers included. Shout out to Flavorboy. Shout out to Q-Sheet. Shout out to Sadie's Classy. Shout out to Skyez or Skyez. I'm pretty sure I'm saying the name right. Uh, Grace, Teddy, Marcus, Sam um doozy basically anyone that really helped put this together shout out to eric stevie james oval shout out the lossy shout out xavian shout out juan shout out asael shout out abraham the entire mora family the entire hill family shout out martin hill shout out everyone really that kind of put this whole vision together and helped me you know make it really what it is Absolutely. And uh, is there any more merch available? Are they? Are is there a place where they can get this merch? Or are you sold out? You're probably sold out. But it, 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 I want to make sure they get the full kit and caboodle of the experience. 
Merch can be found on my Instagram bio. It will be in that little link. It's a Shopify link, but it'll have, when you click on the link, it'll be the first one that shows up. We have it in unisex sizes. It goes all the way up to 2XL or 3XL, I believe. And we have four different designs. Perfect. So guys, support the merch, support the movement, support the team, support the, that. keep wanting to say gang. I'm not saying gang, just in case the FBI yeah. is listening. Support the crew <laughs> uh, immediately. It is fire. Rich, thank you, brother. I appreciate you coming out and taking your time playing the game with us. Then makes for life as we do. So anytime you uh, want to come in here and promote something, just say the word. We got you. Got you. Guys, thank you so much. Please check my man out, Rich. Follow him on Instagram right now. And check out the music. is fire. Check out that deluxe uh, when that comes out as well. I know it's going to have some more heat for you guys. And uh, as we end every episode the same damn way, it's all about peace, love, unity, and respect. Deuces. So like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now.